up, Josh? How are you? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Good morning to you. Did four hours yesterday. That's right. No big deal. Couple of things. Um, cannot thank Buffalo Wild Wings enough. Cannot thank our entire crew. Perry, who was, while I was there, running cables all over the place. I've never seen a sales guy more technically sound in my career, and I love it. Brian Casey, all of our great sponsors for being a part of it. What an awesome event. And in our stint from 2 to 3 yesterday, locked out. You're locked out of recruiting talk. Everyone was put in a recruiting timeout for a day. We gave away Georgia. We gave away Georgia. Yeah, we might have given away the uh, big winner. Which was a very – now, I there was a little controversy from a few people afterwards, Josh. Oh, there was? Yeah, because we would have each hour had the opportunity for essentially two prizes, right? You could win a gift card, and you can win a team. You can't win it twice in the same hour, right? And once you get a team, you're out. And But you can win a gift card and not get a team. I'm over-explaining it, but I think you all get it. And the guy who got Georgia had literally just won a gift card on the pool before. That's true. Which I think is unprecedented in the history of sports radio giveaways. Unprecedented. So there's a little rumbling there. Thought the fix might be in. Can you confirm that you do not know the man who ended up picking Georgia or getting Georgia, I That's, should say? Yeah, correct. Uh, do not know. Did not know. Um, but it was a blast, man. Thanks to everyone. Did you have a good time? Did you stick around? No, we both had to get, right? Because you had a game and I had a show. Yep, <laughs> had softball, so had to roll on out of there. But, no, it was it was awesome. Like you said, Buffalo Wild Wings is uh, – that's a terrific location. The uh, just the setup in there. If you're looking for a place to hang out, it's it's great. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just fun to see the the ref army in person. It was, it was, and um, it's always wild for me because we're so what's it like muscle memory. We're trained to where nine to noon is is coffee time and hydration and maybe a snack. It's always kind of unique whenever you're doing a show and it's like ah. That young man, that young lady, they're having a cold beer. And in my mind, it's still like, whoa, it's like nine. Oh, okay, good. It's two o'clock. So there's all the positives. That It was incredible. I can't say enough. Here's my one negative. I, I don't know how you people that drive from OKC back to Norman every single day in that traffic or Edmond back to Norman on 35. I mean, come here. Let me give you a hug. How, how in the world do you do that on a daily basis? How, Josh? Did you get stuck in any of it? No. It I, wasn't too bad, but just still in general. Yeah, no. I, I Yesterday was just fine for me. Okay. but Because you take that trip a lot, right? Oh, yeah. Because you, you live there. But, I mean, do you have to usually do it during prime driving hours? Oh, I <laughs> no? try not to. Okay. Well, see, you scooted right away, right? You got straight back to Norman. I had to go into Edmond in order to swing by my doctor's office and pick up a prescription that had been waiting there for probably about 21 days. Yeah, I mean, if it was even <laughs> 45 minutes after right. we signed off, yeah, dangerous. So I, I, as I'm going down one street, and I don't know what school this is, so I'll, and I'll be as brief with this as possible, 
But you all have some ingress, egress issues with one of those schools um, on on the road that I took because everyone headed one direction, Josh, had the left lane backed up for like, I'm not even kidding, dude, a mile. And everyone that was coming from the other direction had the right lane backed up for, I mean, it went through two stoplights. So number one, I don't know what school that was, but get your kid out of there, man. There's too many people there. You got to go somewhere else. That's got to be the elite elite of learning or they're cramming too many people in one place or I, I just, I've never seen anything like it. I don't know how a parent can keep their cool in that setting. I would have lost my ever loving mind and they do it every single day. What are you doing? So that was number one. And number two, so I, I did have that little bit of a later kind of leave. Here's just my thought. There is really no gray area, right? No one is allowed to either go the speed limit or around it. You're either 30 miles over it or 20 miles under it. And the 30 miles over it has no regard for anything else that's on the road. I knew I was getting old when I was driving that traffic yesterday. (laughs) Do you people not watch crash videos on Facebook? I mean, what are we even doing right now? At least there's not a lot of construction anymore. I mean, at least there's that. It's not too bad. They've gotten most of it done there and right in front of the state capitol, at least where, where I had driven through. But I don't know if it means another lane on 35. I don't know if it means we got to spread more out even more. Some of you people got to get out of Edmond. Come on out. No, no, you know, don't come to Goldsby or Washington. Head back towards Oklahoma City. <laughs> don't be coming south. I'm just kidding. But it was – just a lot of people, man, and not enough road. You're right. Oh, so group hug. We're here for you. I don't experience that very often. It was not a fun time. So, so thank how, you. When you left, how long did it take you to get home? So I left. I had to go to the gas station. Um, and I had forgotten my, my card, so I had, to, <laughs> I had to put like 10 bucks in on gas. Which, by the way. Ten, putting 10 bucks in on gas on your car, literally just take that $10 bill and light it on fire because it's gone like that. And so I, yeah, I didn't, congratulations on three gallons. Yes, it wasn't even three gallons. <laughs> it wasn't even three gallons. But as I got on the road, Josh, I don't think I don't think I got home until we were on the air from two to three. So I, I got on the road just because I mapped it to see if there was maybe a shorter cup, cut. I didn't get home until like 440, 450. Oh, man. Just didn't, it's, not, it's not like there's a point where you stop because something's wrong, right? You just reach a point where people stop for no reason. Like, what are we doing? Go. What, Go. Where were the spots on the highway where it really got backed up? By more was it backed up by more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Nineteenth Street exit. Yeah, and I guess that's why, right? Is because everybody's exiting on and, and getting on. It, it for some reason everything to me. It, I know the Nineteenth Street exit now, but every other exit is by is, is on that track with something that's around it. So usually by the loves, <laughs> which is right around the airport, pretty bad. But it's just it was. I, I don't like it, Josh. I didn't like it very much. But you made it home, made and it everything home. was fine. And, and, and then, we, you know what? We had a wonderful afternoon. Yeah. Dude, the traffic, though. 
It can really ruin it. It's like a bad customer service experience. You ever have a great day and then all of a sudden you have a terrible customer service experience and it just ruins everything? That's what I felt like in traffic yesterday. Their bad mood puts you in a, in bad, a bad mood. mood. Right. And it's, listen, I don't control my emotions. You do. So. So welcome in on a Tuesday edition. We're really pumped. We got a uh, we got a big, big show for you today because coming up in the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to spend time resetting everything we heard from camp last night. Uh, not Again, not a ton of in-depth information, but I feel like you're still – we learn more about these dudes, right? You learn more about a Jaden Gibson who's getting a little bit more airtime. And I've that's one reason why I've been rooting for this guy. Uh, he's a, a rock star of an interview, absolute rock star of an interview. So I hope things continue to trend in the right direction because g- give me more Jaden Gibson. Well, little Billy Bowman, we, we got tons from practice last night that we're going to get to. Uh, tonight you get, what, the defensive side with Ted Roof and a few more players that will be sprinkled in. So that's coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. When we come back, d- is it okay if I want to dive into a non-OU topic in college football real quick did you get to hear the crossover at all i was listening yeah little little harbaugh suspension talk. i don't know why it's got me thinking so outside the box because i don't know whether it's just the final stand where it's like we're gonna show you we're gonna show you or if it's the start of something new. And I, and if you've listened to the show with any regularity, you know we've talked about this. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that I'm nerding out on completely. And I get that it's probably not the most fun and interesting conversation. But I do think it's it's a key piece towards the future of college football and college sports in general. You know, are we at the start of the enforcement era? Are we at the start of the NCAA saying, all right, we're going to bring back some of our power? Right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show you. Charlie Baker's gonna show you that we're not going anywhere. We're here, we're ready. We're gonna stand up for our rules. Or is this like the parting shot as they go out the door? What's the meme with the actor where he's walking away and he turns around and and he and he waves to the crowd, gives a little kiss blow? I mean, is this the NCAA kind of in one? Because this is truly. Outside of, I don't know what role they have in the gambling stuff at Iowa, Iowa State right now, Mm -hmm. but outside of this Michigan story right now, there's nothing that jumps to the front of my mind of any hammers that were waiting for the NCAA to drop. And honestly, Josh, I didn't even realize that this Michigan thing was such a big deal until that four-game suspension was announced two weeks ago. I think each of those two situations, that's where the the hammers will be dropped. Mm. Anything name, image, likeness, I think the NCAA is. You think they're just going to be out? Tapping out. Anything that involves money, right, in that regard, they're saying, eh, it's a dangerous, slippery slope for us. But let's let's have some serious punishment here just to remind everyone that we are still, in fact, around. Just so you know, these are things we can still do. So I want to get into that a little bit more in depth and – you know, is Michigan concerned about something bigger and deeper? Or is this just simply, uh, we know this is going to be like four games where they're going to drag their feet on it, so let's just go ahead and suspend them three now so whenever this comes down, if they try to drop it later in the season, he's not having to miss a major game. Though wouldn't it be funny if it dropped right before Michigan-Ohio State and they were both in a really good spot? It's like, we know you suspended him three games, but – 
We found it where he's going to have to serve eight or at least one more. We'll dive into that a little bit more in depth. In, yeah, they, they that would just be terrible. Oh, it would be absolutely awful. And what can and can't you celebrate is a preseason win worth that kind of reaction that we saw last night. Get into it all. That's Josh on Plank. The best ways to get in touch with us, the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet Text line, 405-651-3439. Riverwind Casino call in line, 405-329-9000. On Twitter at Josh Onrep, I'm at Plank Show. Hour one brought to you by Van Hoos Fence. Call Mark and Tessa at 405-735-1167. Get your fence ready. It's going to sound crazy, right? For fall and the winter because it's coming. It's coming at some point if winter comes soon. Uh, and do it because Bob Stoops said so. Van Hoos Fence. It's Plank Show right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref. Everything that we were able to accumulate from post-practice last night coming up at 10 a.m. this morning. How was your game that you called? Good? It was uh, It was good for one team. <laughs> was it fairly one-sided then? Yeah. Yes. Yes, uh, it was. Well, what was the score? 20-2. Uh, to two. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> Westmore's pretty good. But uh, – they they pushed it back an hour because of extreme heat, which was a, a smart move. And yeah, just across the state, it's so hot. What was that? I had a tweet. I I've fallen into this trap of leaving too many windows open on the old computer, and then I'll forget one that I want to get to. But there was a a weather dude tweet that talked about a heat dome. Is this a new a term? Heat dome? A heat dome? Yeah. By let's see, this is what is today's date? Oh, that's I, I maybe it was last week. But yeah, apparently we are in the midst of a, a heat dome. That is it actually currently sits west of Ohio, but it rolled through and is constantly through Oklahoma. I'm not I feel like I say this every year, but I can confidently tell you. I've I can never remember it being this hot. I feel like we say that every year. Either A, I'm getting older, or which is happening, or B, it's getting hotter. Yeah, it's it's been scorching. Joe Biden, you better do something about That's this. That's right. Biden economics. Uh, real, real quick, before we get to some of this Michigan stuff, nice little start on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet tax line, I think, today. 405-651-3439. From the 407, Michigan will lose one game while Khaki J is suspended. <laughs> Who will it be to? Well, I mean, if Michigan lose, loses one of those three games, I mean, are we not talking Appalachian-type upset, Appalachian oh, be, State from back in the days? Yeah, I mean, it would be a just a catastrophe, a total disaster. Here's the first three games that Jim Harbaugh will sit out. East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green State University. And every single one of those games, they be at home. So, I, again, I Ruffin McNeil and Lincoln Riley aren't at East Carolina anymore. UNLV doesn't have Randall Cunningham. You know who I like? Well, I mean, Urban Meyer was the head coach at Bowling Green one time. But Oklahoma played Bowling Green like 07, maybe it was 06. 
to open the season. I I think it was actually earlier than that because I think Ted was still playing. But they had a quarterback that was legit. Legit. So I don't think he has any eligibility left. You're saying that career is done. That career is done. So softball, Steve, if that indeed happens, we, my friend, are going to have quite the meltdown. Quite the meltdown. Um, Here's a couple of driving tips to help me out. Uh, Nick writes, people are afraid of the people coming onto the highway. Oh, my goodness, yes. Well, and part of that problem is we have, for instance, a bad area. If you're coming from OKC or Edmond to Norman, that like 10 highway interchange where suddenly you have people coming off of uh, 35 and you have people coming off, I think, what, 44? I mean, it's just, it's an absolute disaster where, or no, it's 35 and 235 and it's just, everyone's meshing together. Like those two merge lanes become one really quick and then the people that are merging, I'm scared of them too, Nick, because they have no care for anyone that's in the lane that they're coming into. And oh, by the way, you got to merge into the left-hand lane where, again, you're going about, I don't know, 104, 105 miles an hour, people blowing through there. I'm, I'm coming over, look out. I don't care that you're in my lane. You're going to move. Uh, the 307 writes, every school zone near Edmond is the same way, my friend. That's why we just bought a place near Washington. How should be done soon? Well, congratulations. Well, my friend, I've got some bad news for you. <laughs> we, we are developing a few ingress and egress issues at old Washington. Um, and Jesse G writes, whatever you do, don't suggest a turnpike. Uh, Allen commuted Edmond to Norman for 15 years, had a 1998 Volvo with 337,000 miles on it. How is it still moving? So happy to work from home. And then Jay points out, uh, I got two here real quick. Jay points out, CP, I think your old man driving is coming out. You're going downhill. Time for an Uber. I don't know if I disagree. I don't know if I disagree with that. But I can't do Uber because I got to be in control of the car. I've come to find out, I think through therapy, that my problem with flying isn't that I'm afraid the plane's going to drop out of the sky. I don't have control of the situation. Mm. Very weird thing. Uh, And then there is this from Derek. (laughs) Derek writes, to your question about people in OKC and Edmond and traffic, it's the main reason it's nearly impossible to make a midweek basketball game. As an Edmond resident, it's just not happening for us. Bro, that is a... Great point. That's a great point. Yeah, if you get off work at five and then you got to mess around with that, trying to get over, you're not making it by six. By the way, this just came in from Bumpy Roads, behinds up in Tulsa, Sepulpa. I drive for a living. I feel like I should get an additional hazard pay. 40% of the drivers suck. 40%. I feel like that's low. <laughs> Very kind percentage. I, and I don't know if I should be the person that leads this charge. And I understand that I'm very guilty of this, but here's that message moment, if you will, through all the grinching and moaning. Did you ever watch don't be a menace to South central while something, your juice in the hood. I, you ever see that movie, the Wayans brothers? 
I have not. You have not? So have you seen I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker? Uh, no. Oh, my gosh, Josh. But there is a point where every single time they're trying to like, make it real, Damon Wayans will pop and go, message. Here's my message. We got to stop distracted driving. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I'll say that you're going to kill somebody with the way some of you people are on your phones while you drive. It is awful. Awful. Wait till you get to your stop sign. Wait till you get home. I mean, my goodness. And here's the other thing. Back to my rant about being in public. You having your phone on speaker while you're walking around talking into it. It's the same. For, you're just as distracted when you're driving. I don't know why people do this. I don't care about the other end of your conversation, and I don't know how you hear it. But Yeah, that should be a criminal offense in public. <sighs> Sorry. 928 on the show. Let's get back to sports. Uh, keep the texts coming. 405-651-3439. So I mentioned oh, – uh, hold on. I mentioned that coming up here in a bit, we're going to hear tons of post-practice availability. But, Josh, I want to nerd out on this Michigan story for just a second. First of all, if you missed it yesterday, news broke, I think it was like right after the show, that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan have imposed a three-game suspension. Now, you might say, wasn't the original deal four? Why does that – why would you do that? Well, a couple of things. Number one, the NCAA said, yeah, we're not taking this four-game agreement. And number two, Jim Harbaugh, if you don't want to wait, Right with the three games that you have early on, you don't want to have, you don't want to wait on this thing. So why now? Here was Chris Ballas. He was on the uh, Andy Staples pod. Of course, we use the on three uh, Andy stuff a lot here on this show. So promote the heck out of him. But he was asked why, why now, why make this decision? Literally, what a week after they had shot down the four game. That's a great question. And when I was going to come on with you last week, I was going to tell you when they said, hey, this isn't going to happen until next year. I said, don't be so sure. People were still talking. And Michigan is Michigan. You know what? They don't take these things lightly. And sometimes they bend the knee when people don't think they should. And I think a lot of people think that's exactly what they did in this situation. So um, they're thinking about, okay, do we really want this to drag on? Do we really want to be the school that the NCAA comes after and tries to make an example of over – you know, whether you can call it improper contact or buying a cheeseburger or whatever, um, they are already upset, as we can tell. The NCAA released a statement, which is just not in their nature. So I think they wanted to get ahead of it. And as Ward Manuel, the athletic director, said in the statement, he said, you know what? He said, we are working towards a resolution with the NCAA. We're hoping that this will be a step forward in that. But sources close to Michigan said this does not close the book on the Jim Harbaugh NCAA saga. I think that's pretty clear. It does for the Michigan assistant coaches. Jerome Moore and Grant Newsom, who will get a one-game suspension and then be back on the sidelines for game two. I don't know who was calling in the middle of that. That wasn't on me, Josh, and I didn't hear that whenever I first played it. Andy! Andy, what's going on? I think they had a new tech guy on the YouTube side. So they look at it and realize, all right, let's just get this knocked out. And then that Ward Manual piece of it is where I think, again, it brings it back to something that's relevant to – Sooner Steve or Softball Steve or OU fans or OSU fans or Tulsa fans because I think that speaks to a bigger thing. Here's Michigan GM <clears throat> athletic director Ward Manuel basically saying, yeah, we, you know, we're going to try to do things the right way here and obviously there could be something bigger coming, but we don't want to 
I mean, to, as Chris Ballas pigeonholed it, we don't want to mess with the NCAA. There's a lot of people that believe the Florida situation – why am I blanking on the quarterback that went to Arizona State and some think might end up starting for Arizona State this year. But when they had his whole NIL situation where he was promised next year and – let's see, who is – this is going to drive me crazy until I – Rashada, Jane Rashada. Is that right? That's right. That Looking is correct, right. yes. Do they have him listed as the starter? No, okay, they got him third string right now. Anyway – there's some that think that maybe how close that came to becoming a major, major story that people started to realize, all right, I don't, I don't think that's a fight we want to fight. And while Mark Emmert always seemed to be somewhat of the pompous but then at the same time cowardly lion mindset, in other words, yeah, you're not going to pay them. Oh, Oh, we're not? Well, guess what? We're pushing this legislation through. Well, we don't want to go to court over it, so you just do whatever you want. I mean, literally, talk to all tough, but when a, when a push came to shove, what's our favorite analogy? When blackjack dealer, after the hand was over. So, is this the start, Josh Helmer, in your opinion? And, I'd, and anyway, like I said, I know it's nerdy. And I know we've all tried to find ways to fix college sports, try to fix college football. I know we're all affected right now whenever we see – Every, well, not every single, but the number one bumper slash guardrail slash one of two that the NCAA has ever given about NIL is enticement, inducement. You're not allowed to use NIL as a way to bring players to your program, which is the most ridiculous thing ever now when you look at it, and that's all that's happening. I mean, there is a law in Missouri that basically says, no, no, we're doing this. So is this that first step, Josh, in your opinion? And should it be? You know, Toby blew me, blew me away a little bit. He said his unpopular opinion. He says he hopes it's the start of the enforcement era, and he hopes that at least somebody steps up. Maybe, maybe, Josh, it takes the NCAA going out and accomplishing – enforcing the rules in a couple situations to reignite trust in the association maybe or at least a belief in it it would have to be something name image likeness exactly this right here i is not enough this right here is just it seems petty as all get out but i'm not on the inside and i don't know how much and how deep the lies went from harbaugh well it's we didn't really we didn't punish to a severe degree these number of basketball programs we're not doing much about name image likeness so let's really put the hammer down here in an honestly fairly insignificant situation mm-hmm. absolutely and it- now the iowa iowa state thing okay you could make an example there why hasn't the ncaa said anything about that are they waiting for the i think they're just still in yeah okay. waiting on law enforcement to finalize their investigation but i think they're gonna hit those two programs you know relatively hard i i could not agree more okay well then you got boom 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 right you got harbaugh to where you want to say truth is going to matter in this and we understand what mike boyton said is accurate oklahoma state got screwed for being honest absolutely (laughs) but charlie baker can come in and say new era new era all right we understand 
that you were going to get dinged regardless. I don't know if he would have to defend it at all, but it's not going to be like that. Here's Jim Harbaugh, who misled us during a time when everyone was of an agreement that you're not going to meet in person, and he misled us, and we dropped a five-game suspension on him. That matters. All right, here, you guys worry about the gambling side of it. We have shown that the accountability side, it works. It works because of whether it's the apps or whether it's the casinos or whomever. I mean, I think we all agree they're busting people out. (laughs) They're knowing where you're placing your wagers, who you're trying to register under fake-wise. Hey, guess what? We've got – we're going to have this covered. If this becomes an issue, we're going to have it covered. And you know what? Maybe we'll adjust these rules a little bit. I don't think you're ever going to be able to bet on college football or maybe football in general if you play college football or basketball or whatever. But we understand the omnipresence of it in our relationship with these sports books. So, so, so we're going to have a we're going to have a lane here. So we're going to take care of honesty. We're going to take care of gambling. All right, let's get that third piece. Where could be their NIL example? That, I mean, that's the the big one. That's right the big there. one, right? And maybe it, do, it it goes a little deeper, and it's tampering. All right. Well, coaches have said tampering's a big issue, but nobody wants to name names. The Wake Forest coach Dave is it Dave Clawson goes on Andy's podcast. He's like, I had three people with six figure offers, and they stayed here. All right. Who is it? Who are the Who are the coaches? I'm not going to tell you. That that's got to stop. If you want to do something, maybe that's it, Josh. I don't know. But in all of these. I felt like we spent a summer hearing about ways they can improve and studies that were funded. And I just felt like everything that we kept hearing was they weren't going to be in this business. But here as the football season starts to kick off and our focus turns on the field, I mean, is that really going to be the case? I don't know. At least in these couple of instances, yeah. So to me, that's why I think this is – there is an Oklahoma. There is an Oklahoma State. There is a Tulsa. There is a – Ohio State, Maybe. Minnesota, potentially in all of this, right? Because it could mean not that the NCAA is coming after you, but that the NCAA is drilling down and they are going to be. They're going to still be the enforcement arm of sports collegiately. Because I think you and I both agree that eh, we're all about you're sitting down for your job review. What do you think your strengths are? That's not really the strength of the NCAA. No. They've, they've struggled with it. It's not a timely process. It takes forever. But who knows? Maybe this reassures trust in a lot of people. And a good bit of it, they've basically made the decision, yeah, we don't want to be involved. In <laughs> right. Right. All right. Um, quick break. When we come back, the text line is in a really good spot this morning. I'm grateful for your guys' shared passion with a story like this. So we'll dive into it next. Oh, and your traffic woes as well right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, welcome back into the home of Sooner fans. That's Josh Helmer. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Josh on Ref. I'm Chris Plank at Plank Show. Everybody, go follow us at KREF Sports. I am so excited at 10 a.m. this morning for you guys to hear Jane Gibson post-practice. It's so good. It's so good. Really? You know, he's my type. He's he's my type. I've got a type at receiver. We all know this. It's the Jaden Gibson, Nick Anderson type. That's right. Really, those two guys. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I was thinking about all of the receivers that in the past, I was like, man, look out for him. And there weren't a ton of dudes like that. Willie Young at Oklahoma State, I thought was going to be a rock star, and then he got injured. Um, who was the 
Who was the short receiver from North Carolina that played for Juwan Rankins? I thought Juwan Rankins was going to be an absolute stud. I'm like, dude, Juwan Rankins. So I've always, it's like it's varied, but I feel like, Josh, in the last couple of years, I've really settled on those, you know, six, six, three to six, six receivers. Not many six, six receivers, but you get my point. Those taller dudes that can go up and get it. Six, three and up. Six, three and up. Big bodied receivers. But you had six, three and up. I've got one highlight of an incredible one handed catch last year. <laughs> That's all you need. And then I get interviews like what he did post practice last night. Give me more. Give me more. I'm all about it. Uh, plus, Billy Bowman post practice last night coming up in hour number two to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. So basically, my point is 10 a.m. Oh, Breaking news? Breaking news. Do you see this? 580-Nate gets the credit on it. That's where I saw it first. Baker Mayfield named the starter in Tampa. Good. Congrats to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I like the I like the logo. Time to bake that they threw out there. Kudos, man. That's awesome. I don't think any of us really doubted it. So does he have to quit football now, Colin Coward? Does he have to quit? You good? No? Baker Mayfield named the starting quarterback. Here was his head coach yesterday, Todd Bowles, when asked about the timetable, which is kind of funny because I had this queued up for the top five stories of the day. But it's kind of funny because, I mean, according to – Todd Bowles yesterday, there was no timetable for when they were going to na- make the announcement. Todd, do, do you have a timetable for when you want to name a starter publicly? Could this be after the third game and, and wait until after that? No, we don't have a timetable on it. We'll name it when we name it. And, you know, we, we feel comfortable with where we're at. So we'll go from there. 24 hours later, Baker Mayfield named the starting quarterback. Yeah, can, can I just pose one more thing? You remember the announcement? that Kirby Smart had yesterday about the starting quarterback, Carson Beck, being named. He said, yeah, we, we told the guys earlier this week. Like, what? Then wh- what, why would you go out on a press conference on Wednesday? And I think I, even, I think I have this pulled up. No, I don't. I don't. He had a press conference where he's like, I know you guys are going to ask about the quarterbacks. I don't have anything. Don't know anything about my quarterback. Oh, here it is. Here it is. This was on Tuesday of last week. All right. This is on Tuesday of last week. Asked about the quarterback position, but I can't tell you anything until I watch the tape. I can tell you that um, I would like to see all three of them play better. <laughs> and then, I mean, one week later, less than that, right? It's like, oh, you know, he's a starter. Connor Beck's our starter. Connor Beck's the guy. We let him know a while back. Like, what? you just said it. What are you? What are we doing right here? All right, congratulations to Bake. Let me not get too far away from that. Coy on the topic of the day. Coy writes, if the NCAA doesn't want schools to use NIL to entice players, then they should do something to the schools that are doing that because schools are literally enticing players to their university yearly, daily, minutely, hourly. Coy, you're 100% right. Or admit that it's not anything you're enforcing. Because it's not. Yeah, one or the other. 
I talked to a very, very high-ranking official this weekend. Very high-ranking. And that's not me patting myself on the back or anything because most of it's centered around everything but major issues. And that person said, it's something needs to be done and it's going to be done when it comes to getting a hold of, of NIL. Something needs to be done and it's going to be done. So I took it from that person to mean, oh, okay, all right. There's something there. Uh, Dan and Madison writes, I think Gunny came up with the time to bake slogan. Hmm. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. I don't, From the mind of Gunny. I mean, it would fit perfectly, right? By the way, when Gunny hears this at 10 o'clock tonight, whenever he catches us on our podcast, that's whenever he'll be able to react to this. Yes, Brooke, I'm sorry. I guess I made it too clear that I'm a fan of taller, lankier, wide receivers. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I, I drive us, uh, we need a rail line. Um, people on their phone. I-35's a death trap. I'm getting yelled at for not knowing what a, what a heat dome was because apparently a heat dome has been a known thing for the last few years. You got to remember, uh, I'm a simpleton, so I don't, I'm not very good. Can somebody... Can somebody pull the roof back on the dome, please? I'm begging you. It is ridiculous. 5808 writes, back on the Harbaugh thing. Do we have to break? Let's get this one in real quick and ponder it during the break. This Harbaugh thing to me is all about COVID. To be honest, he has his views, which he has the right to, and disregarded rules set in place to protect from COVID. I think it's a political thing. In Harbaugh's mind, he didn't. Uh, he did nothing worse than cutting the do-not-remove tag off of his mattress. Maybe that's kind of piled into this, right? Where it's not just, hey, you lied to us, but now looking back, you're having practices, you're disregarding X, Y, and Z. You might be onto something. And Vandalay in Norman writes, gambling is like marijuana. It just opens more doors on ways to get it done. Are you trying to tell me that marijuana's a gateway drug? What's the line from the movie? Well, if that's the case, milk is too. No, I get what you're saying, though. It's like the there's so many ways out there that you can get away with it. Boy, these kids got busted pretty quick on thinking they can get away with gambling under their mom or dad's name, didn't they? That took, what, less than a year? All right, quick break. Wrapping hour one with the text next on the ref. All right, so we got Shane uh, Gibson, Billy Bowman, McKay Matar coming up next hour to learn a little bit about where we are on, what, three significantly different places, receiver, O-line, and safety. Um, Gosh, Knippmeyer Chevrolet text line has been really good today. Brent from Jinx writes, suspending a head coach from a game is a joke. Congratulations, you get a day off. Suspending a coach from a game like – Oklahoma, I'm sorry, Michigan and East Carolina, yeah, problematic. But, or not problematic, day off. You start suspending them from games that are in conference, games that are considered big matchups. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that necessarily I am going to disagree with Brent from Jinx too much. Uh, the 405 writes, Heat Dome is not a new term. It's been used for years as far as I'm aware. I, I'm not trying to say it's not new. I'm just saying I hadn't heard it before. Plank, heat dome is just the new flash in the pan way to say high-pressure area. 
High pressure keeps storms from forming and make for sun and high temps. That's out of the 918. I thought we was... We was. I thought we were supposed to be fixing all of this when we stopped using hairspray in the 80s. What happened? <laughs> we stopped using aerosol cans in the 80s. I, was plastic involved in that too? We were supposed to be saving the ozone. Everyone did their hair different. We, we got rid of the high bangs for you, ozone layer. And now it's just getting worse. We got heat domes. 405. Yes, heat dome is a high-pressure system that brings a lot of heat. The opposite from a low-pressure system, which brings storms. Uh, this is also that moment where I remind you that in weather and climate in college, I ended up dropping it uh, with a month to go in the class because I was trending towards a D. <laughs> so I'm not necessarily the guy to talk high-pressure, low-pressure with. All right, quick break. Quick practice recap coming up next on the Home of Sooner Fans.